0: Hello and welcome back to CB radio. As you know, we've been through lockdown 1, 2, 3 and now all the way up to lockdown 4. You know what? One thing remains constant. The virus, it is still here. It has not gone away. What has changed though, is the amount of information that is available or rather the amount of misinformation that is available on WhatsApp University. So today I bring to you our very own Dr. Shah to take our questions about this COVID-19 pandemic from our very own friends at CB. Today we plan to have a very interesting chat ranging from the effectiveness of cloth masks to the precautions that one must take. As we go into Unlock 4.0, well, why Dr. Hitesh? You ask, friends. Dr. Hitesh is the emergency specialist with Reliance Industries, and he has been at the forefront of COVID management activities of the group. He has led their COVID testing and prevention efforts across India, overseas, and even international waters. Dr. Hitesh has worked with organizations across the globe, from Ireland to Australia to the Middle East. He's also the Brigade Commander for St. John's Ambulance under the International SOS Services. And if all of that was not enough, he's also an MBA and a medical legal expert. So trust me, I really couldn't find someone better than him to answer all our doubts. So thank you very much for joining us, Dr. Hitesh, today.
1: Hello, everybody. Uh, hello, Keshav.
0: Great. So, you know, before we start with the much awaited QA, can we have a quick introduction about you and your family?
1: Yeah, sure. Uh, my name is Dr. Hitesh N. Shah. I stay in Tower 1606. Uh, I'm staying with my wife, Kaushika Shah. Uh, my son, 22-year-old son Manan and my mother-in-law, Ranjan Shah Mehta uh, I am more known as Kaushika's husband or Manan's father Nobody knows me by my name So, that's my basic introduction uh,
0: uh, To be fair, that's how I knew you as well <laughs> Exactly Great, and how long have you
1: guys been here? Now, we've completed over a year and the journey over here has been fantastic, excellent people like yourself and many, many friends in all the towers and excellent support from the MANCOM when we had entered here. So, overall, Touchwood a very good experience
0: No, And so far. glad to have you guys, you know, especially you and uh, the rest of the family participating so well throughout uh, the CB activities. So, so glad to have you guys on board so you know i'm not going to waste any further time i'm going to have a personal chat session with you another day today it's all about covid so i'm going to jump straight into the question okay yes
1: the first please thing yes please
0: that divides us all the use of masks so tell me doctor are masks really important i mean how can a small piece of cloth help us and here i'm going to ask you one more thing okay is it okay for my fellow residents to keep their nose exposed while walking on the amenities floor you know I have seen so many people, well meaning people out for their evening walks with their mouth covered, sometimes their chin covered but you know, so over to you
1: okay, see first of all mask is a very very important part of the COVID PPE PPE means personal protective equipment Mm -hmm. it is meant to protect you from getting any aerosols or any sorts of aerosols if somebody sneezes or talks to you there is aerosol transmission in the air it protects you from that likewise if you sneeze or cough or suddenly speak something it is meant to protect the other person also from getting that infection so mask is a must, must second question is can I wear a mask only at the mouth or at the chin while I'm walking and all. Uh, Not at all, especially in a crowded place or when you're walking in a group at the amenities level. Please wear a mask which covers your nose and the mouth as well. Thirdly, I understand people are not used to wearing masks. Nobody is for a long period of time. So, any, like any other thing, we need to go through a phase of adjustment and that adjustment will come if you continue and persist in wearing the mask. So if you are comfortable over a period of time with that mask, please continue with that mask or change the mask but you must wear a mask. Yeah.
0: And it doesn't have to be N95, even a cloth mask does fine, right?
1: yes a clean cloth mask or a three ply mask is also good enough but it has to be clean if it's a cloth mask it is better to keep two or three cloth masks. so what you can do is that you need to wash it in the night with uh, hot water clean it properly and dry it so that it will take one day to dry so you can use the second one but keep 2-3 masks with you, which are cleaned on a regular base
0: Got it, got it So now we all know, wearing masks is super important you know, the society has put up sanitizing stations we all carry our sanitizing bottle we try and maintain social distancing but you know, beyond this, there's a lot of trust for gulping down the remedies that come on the WhatsApp university you know, vitamins, kada, and you know, Ayurvedic stuff, homeopathic stuff what is your take on that? Yeah, okay.
1: See, apart from what you said, a few things which are very important is the nose and the mouth are the centers through which your coronavirus enters into your body. Most commonly, it can be eyes also. So, a hot water inhalation once a day, a hot water gargle or any hot drink like you're having your coffee now, hot coffee once or twice a day is very, very good to keep your nose and mouth clean. Mm -hmm. Now, kadhas and all those things, I'm fine because first of all, they are immunogenic or immunity boosters. Most of the time they have vitamin C. It is hot water. So both of them fits into the bill, which I want people to have in terms of vitamins. Better to have multivitamins with zinc supplements uh-huh. and vitamin C. Vitamin C, either you take it in the form of tablets, 500 milligrams twice a day, or 1,000 milligrams once a day, or you can have limbu pani, whatever suits you.
0: Got it. So, friends, there you have it. Also, I think just one more clarification. I think it's important and having it from your, you know, the 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 doctor is. It does not compensate right, I mean everything has to go together so it can't be that I go out you know don't wear my mask, don't take care of social distancing, come home and doing steam inhalation and having my nimbu pani. that so both have to do, do can one compensate for the other or both have to go hand in hand
1: No, no everything has to go in a hand in hand or a hand in glove approach you can't get overconfident that today I have this hai mask shake hands with everybody no vice versa only that thing is also not enough of social distancing and wearing a mask these protection at home helps you a lot so all of that together form a complete unit of protection around you fantastic
0: fantastic so I think uh, uh, a very very important point you know it's always good to have that uh, you know, clarity that one does not compensate for the others, and together is what they help to be your shield. However, now suppose you know someone has been very careful, has taken all the precautions, everything, but you know they start feeling some sort of symptoms. You know, then how does one go about testing? You know, when do you think is the right time of test? Actually, let me take it a step back. It would be helpful if you could help identify. You know, what are the symptoms before you even go for testing, right? So I want you to answer this in two parts, right? How are the symptoms of COVID in your experience now that you've had, uh, have dealt with it over the last five to six months, different from the general flu and the viral fever, which is commonly, you know, is a common occurrence at this time of the year in the city with the change of weather. And suppose one identifies COVID symptoms, when is it that they should go for a test? So these two questions.
1: Good question. Now, first of all, it is not possible for me today to just clinically identify a normal flu and a COVID flu. Because the symptom complex uh, of both of them is the same. By the way, what is coronavirus? It's just a cousin of the normal flu viruses we've had before. Just that it's got more nasty. So, there is no differentiation between the symptoms of a common flu or a normal flu to a COVID flu. That's first thing. Second thing is testing the earlier the better. Don't wait for the symptoms to completely manifest and then someone pushing you, Baba you go and take your uh, swab test and go and do the test. No, earlier the better. But having said that, also keep certain circumstantial evidence. For example, if there is a history of going to the market, there is a history of any of your close contacts becoming positive, or earlier, of course, now that history of travel is over, but earlier there also used to be a history of travel from the neighbouring countries, Uh, then it is a strong indication for getting yourself tested one more thing i'd like to add is in people with comorbidities like for example somebody's diabetic somebody's hypertensive somebody's got heart disease lung diseases asthmatics these are all very high risk people in these people any symptoms or even if they are close contacts of somebody who was positive it is better to get them tested The earlier, the better.
0: Great. So even if you feel there is an onset, even if you think that you could have mild symptoms, it is better to test, if not for yourself, for the people around you. Is that a right way to summarize? Yes,
1: Yes, that is one thing. And while you are getting tested, if you are staying in a house with your family members and all, better also to follow isolation procedures till the test result comes. You, so that the others are
0: safe you've answered my next question <laughs> fantastic yeah, yeah, I was ask, yeah. you know like so. first we identify we have to get tested now okay fine yeah. I'm going to get tested immediate steps for the patient and for the family I think is self isolation so which is a uh, yes. definite definitely. and lastly while I agree that you know with what government always says that bimari se lana hai, beemar se nahi right what sort of extra precautions would you suggest for people in the immediate environment around someone who is diagnosed with COVID and is even home quarantined because you know now there's a government's uh, push to let people quarantine at home and I ask this especially because you know we stay in a community and there could be a lot of fear amongst people you know when okay someone's been tested positive we hear the news and but this person is on my same floor or adjacent floor, in the same tower, same complex. So, what could be the added precautions one should take and what are the things that they should not be scared of just because you have a COVID patient in your vicinity?
1: Good. Good question. Now, first thing, let me clarify uh, the meaning of the word social distancing. Social distancing is just a physical distance from the person who is affected. Or from your other people. Please do not emotionally distance yourself from the patient. Having Corona is not a crime. It can happen to anybody. So please be supportive in a safe manner to the person who has tested positive. Either in your near vicinity or in your tower or anywhere. Please don't punish them for that. At a mental level also, you must be supportive, okay? That is my first request to everybody. Having corona is not a crime. It happened, it happened. How it happened? Yes, there are many ifs and buts and whys, but having said that, please do not emotionally distance yourself. That's first thing. Now coming to the physical part, let's say my neighbor has tested positive. Uh, The most important thing which the society will do, and of course, even the BMC people, they will come and sanitize the entire common areas, first thing. Second thing is they will also sanitize the lifts, which if they have not done, we should do it. Because that's the commonality with each of the floor. So now, on the first same floor, I am here, the person, my neighbor is affected. I have to make sure that I don't come in close contact with them and if I have been in touch with them in the past one week or their symptom complex having started and I was in touch with them, I should get tested also to ensure that I haven't got any of that infection. So that's part one. If somebody on the upper floors or the lower floors has tested positive, Again, the process of sanitization remains the same. Again, if any close contact as a friend, you might have visited their home or uh, you might have gone there, then better to get yourself tested and clear of the woods.
0: Fantastic.
1: Again, I am repeating, no emotional distancing. It is not a crime to have corona.
0: And I think just to add to that, you know, I mean uh, credit where credit is due, I think uh, as far as emotional uh, distancing is concerned, you know, whenever we've had any this sort of uh, you know an announcement on the group, we've seen an outpour from all the residents of all the support, and it is so heartwarming to see that you know a lot of people are staying by themselves, or you know some of the people are staying, you know, elderly people are staying by themselves, uh, you know, even the young couples uh, or young yes. students who are staying by yes. themselves. It's great to see that CB community really comes together and you know literally immediately, yes. passes, and they've been very understanding of, you know, not invading the privacy, right? Yes. That is great and I really want to thank all our fellow residents about that. My only one question that remains slightly unanswered is, you know, also that sort of causes a bit of a fear factor among the rest of the residents. So, is there something you want to say that, you know, once this is done, once the person is quarantined, then you obviously continue to remain cautious, but should not live in fear or undue fear because there's a cause. Do you think that would that be a right
1: thing to say? See, I would like to give it uh, this answer with an analogy mm-hmm. uh, You see in our country when a snake bites a person, a snake bite mm-hmm. 99% of the people die from the shock uh-huh. and only 1% of them die from the poison Wow! So, that 99% of deaths could be averted just by staying calm Mm -hmm. Just because someone has corona, there is no need to go into the panic or panic is a better word, in complete fear and chaos mode and start uh, doing all sorts of weird things which in turn again harms you mentally and physically. So my request to all the CB members and all those who will be listening to us is please do not panic. Mm -hmm. In India, our infection rate is high, but the virulence, that is the damage it can do to you is very, very low and the mortality is very, very low. So, keep yourself safe, follow social distancing norms, follow the sanitization norms, be careful, but don't get scared or don't panic.
0: Great, great. Thank you so much for clarifying that, sir. Now, so we've taken the precautions, we've got our test, right? We've got you self isolated. Now, suppose it still is not being managed. You know, I'm trying to go step by step and trying to answer, get all the answers from you. You know, what if you see that, okay, the home quarantine is not uh, going on well and you are feeling some sort of unease? you know I am not aware but if you could throw some light on what is the process yeah. after that you know is there a girl because yes. a lot of people are scared you know I think that at, at least earlier part there was a lot of scare of even bringing this up because people were like you know what what if I go to a hospital I might just even catch corona there you know even if I am not and you know so there are a lot of these myths or rather you know scares that are there in terms of or I would say misinformation you know the lack of hospital beds, there are tons of questions that goes into a person's mind so once you have got that and suppose you do need to go to see a doctor and need to get hospitalised what is the process, what would be the best plan of action one can be prepared for
1: see my first request to all people who are going into quarantine either as a precaution or being tested positive is to take the advice of a doctor always Mm -hmm. Because this is not a one or two day process, it is minimum 14 days process. And you need to be monitored daily for your temperatures, your symptom complex, for your pulse rates, everything. Mm -hmm. And then a clinical decision can be made whether you are progressing well or you are not progressing well. Many hospitals also provide what is called as home quarantine procedures. Uh, wherein they monitor these patients on video sometimes if they have to visit, they visit the patient, Uh, if required they do the swab test also so the patient is fully monitored from home Mm -hmm. now as you rightfully said that let's say the patient's symptoms are not improving, in fact they are going bad then the patient has no choice but to get admitted in a COVID hospital for sure please do not treat all these symptoms at home, because these type of treatments can only be carried out in a hospital. Mm -hmm. So what I would request is get in touch with your doctor and he will have to help you out and support you in getting you admitted in the hospital. Mm -hmm. So there are COVID hospitals in Mumbai and you need to get admitted there if the patient's condition is not improving in spite of all the treatment being started.
0: Got it. So I think that's very helpful. Do not listen too much to the media. Follow what your doctor says. Yeah.
1: And do the right. Yes. Thing.
0: Right. So. Yes. Uh, you've gone through this. He's come back. You know, he's recovered. Uh, God willing, you know, our, our friend has recovered from the hospital. He is back. Now there have been reports of some reinfections. So you know, this person. You know, cured completely, up, you know. Sorry, is the person after he's cured still at risk? And if yes, what are the kind of precautions one must take even after getting the cure? And I ask you also for one more reason, sir is you know, illegally, there are certain antibody tests which are not supposed to be done at home, are being done, right? Or some yes. people are going yeah. and getting themselves tested at a, a clinic and say hey you know what I got antibodies I'm fine and then forget the fact that it can go and you can be a carrier and give it to someone else but the fact yes. that the reinfection could be a chance So I wanted to get your perspective on that
1: yes very good question first of all as you know Keshav even in general overconfidence is always dangerous it's always better to be a little scared Yeah. so you stay safe so In this patient, let's say after 14 days, he's fine, he's come negative. In fact, after seven days, let's say he starts becoming negative, he's fine, everything is good. That does not mean you lay down your guard and think that you're fully protected in a shield of antibodies, which will not let you get reinfected. Like any other infection, even COVID can come back in the same person. It, there are recorded cases wherein COVID can happen again, mm-hmm. that is one thing. Second thing is this antibody shield, which people claim it is good if somebody has got antibodies, is no guarantee that you're fully protected against COVID all the time. So please, if somebody has come out clean, please do not drop your guards. Follow the precautions which you have been following before, as you were doing for sanitization, for your personal protection, your mask, your PPs, everything should be continued as it is. Yes, you are normal, you can stay with your family, that is good, but don't drop your guard.
0: So, I think a uh, very, very important uh, message do not be overconfident. Life does not come with guarantees right and there are no guarantees that you might not get infected or and more importantly if not for yourself do it for your friends, family and your loved ones right
1: yes exactly
0: yes because they might not have those antibodies yet so please please do not treat this uh, you know this whole antibody game as uh, that you know you are a superman now and uh, yes exactly great so thank you so much you know we sort of covered the entire journey you know with you so thank you so much uh, for helping with that now typically any of my you know uh, podcast ends with a rapid fire question questions but here today i have because in the spirit of a covid uh, q a session i have sort of flipped it a little you know i reached out to some of our uh, fellow residents uh, in cd earlier right and they, A lot of these questions come from has come from them, and you know I have compiled them. But yeah, the next set or our rapid fire today is about the unlock 4.0. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to ask you some very very small, uh, you know, very quick questions, very simple ones, uh, you know, which are in everyone's mind as we head into unlock 4.0. First and foremost, with the e-pass requirements and everything going away, is it safe to start traveling? For joy, I my my friend is inviting me to his friend there is a bungalow in lonavla you know there is no checking can i go what is the best way or i have to go meet my family should i can i take the flight car train so you know what's your view
1: first thing is please travel only if you require to and only if it is a must mm-hmm. uh, the government has made our lives a little better fine but please do not drop your guard and start partying everywhere outside mm-hmm. uh, mumbai is still under the covid week a little better than outside but that does not mean we drop our guards and start moving around freely so please don't take it as a ticket pass to sort of party
0: and if you must so like you said uh, obviously very well uh, point very well taken that it is more for emergency travels only only if it's unavoidable suppose you come into a situation where it is unavoidable to travel So, what is the risk? I mean, if you were to, you know, subject to distances, obviously, you know, every mode is not applicable everywhere. But in terms of, you know, because do you think, are there any studies or what has been the trend? What is in terms of safety, starting from the highest to the lowest? Car, flight, train, buses, how would you rank them?
1: See, as of now, individual travel is always safer than group travel. Mm -hmm. There is no doubt on it. But having said that, one needs to also understand the practicality of the situation. Exactly. If I have to go to a long distance travel from here to Bangalore or let's say from here to Kolkata for some urgent work, I may not be able to travel in a car because that would be a long long drawn battle. So I would travel by flight. Uh, But having said that, between the two, um, group travel is to be avoided where possible and where not possible, if it has to be taken, please take with all the precautions. The government has laid down all the SOPs for travelers. And of course, uh, trains have not yet started. Buses, if possible, please avoid. You can use your own car or you can use a taxi, which is sanitized and clean. And in taxi also, as of now, it is only two plus one, which is allowed. You can't load all the members in one car and start moving like the good old days
0: okay so uh, thanks so much the next question is from a friend of mine who's become very very comfortable staying at home in his pajamas with the whole work from home and he's telling his office that you know where there's a very high risk of reinfection if you call me back you know because you have center air conditioning is he uh, being a, you know fair in his ask or is he just wanting to stay at home longer
1: well he is uh, both ways, I nowadays I have been saying this since a long time that COVID virus, coronavirus is not just by aerosol transmission it also transmits through air so air transmission systems if uh, right from the beginning should be serviced frequently with uh, special type of filters in place so that the air which is coming to you is a sterile air and not uh, something which is of a normal air so if those systems are in place then there is no harm getting back to work uh, but if those systems if there is a closed air conditioning system of course then but if there is an open air system then there is nothing to worry about you can go there but again all the social distancing norms the precautions everything needs to be followed
0: okay great as a father of a three-year-old i want to ask you this question you know because i get so many conflicting reports some people say you know if the kids get it they find very difficult to recover some people say you know what kids are not susceptible so you have to be more careful you know uh, because you are the one who's likely to get it and not them so should kids be allowed to venture out because there was also this whole point that you know the kids have been at home for six months if they don't go down you know play they will not get their basic immunity so there are a lot of these questions. So, kids and COVID—how do they come together? Like, you know, how do they survive together? Yeah.
1: See, mm-hmm. I feel with all the parents, it is not easy to handle a three, four, five teenage kids at home all the time. Uh, beaver, there were There <laughs> And. Another thing is, you see, there was a joke earlier that the mothers will find the COVID cure much, much earlier because they must be thoroughly fed up of uh, having the kids at home and chewing their brains out. Even the dads must have. Uh, But having said that jokes apart, all age groups are susceptible to Corona. It is not that certain age groups are immune and certain age groups are protected. No. There is no such thing as that. Uh, So, all the age groups need to be given the same protection as we are following for adults or the high-risk people, everybody. So, our kids also, where possible, I know easy said then done. You send your kid down to play. First, the mask will be out and then the whole social distancing is also gone for a toss. I mean, kids are kids. But where possible... To avoid group games and have single games, you know, individual games like uh, badmintons and caroms a little uh, distance apart and all. But I know I'm speaking out, but it's very, very difficult on ground to manage the show.
0: But the point is that, you know, the kids are no different and, you know, we love them, but, uh, you know, they're not superhumans and they need to be taking, taking equal care. And you sort of yes. answered my next question that came from the CB sports club, you know Those guys have been dying, okay so that every few days we have this chat When, why can't we start non-contact sports like badminton or squash, we're not asking for swimming or gyms but you know You think safe?
1: Uh, from a medical standpoint, I have no problem if all the sanitization procedures and the air control measures are in place but uh, the law as of today, I don't think allows uh, for these games or gyms to be started. Right. So, from that perspective, also needs to be looked into from the sports team, by the sports team.
0: Mm-hmm. Great. So, I think, yeah, the gym obviously everyone understands high uh, contact places. And I think it's important to talk about bandwidth squash is the special air conditioning you talk about, the HEPA filters. I don't think we have HEPA filters so why yes, my yes. not and you're obviously breathing out exhaling out so much more so better yes. at least wait till the government guidelines because it's not just about touching yes. but being enclosed in the same space yes so exactly add to this unpopular opinion and uh, will i guess we'll have to wait till the government guidelines to open sports. yes restaurants and temples two things yet to be opened yet how safe once they are open i mean
1: well see during um the Ganpati times, there were many temples which were thrown open and the crowd was just one tenth of what normally was the crowd in that particular temple and all. Having said that, groups in controlled manner, done in a proper scientific way, yes, uh, that's fine, there is space. I'm sure the government, whenever they will decide to start, will have very strong SOPs in place. Uh, of social distancing, not coming close, not touching anything. In fact, I have heard of uh, the mandir tem. I mean, those uh, gantas. They also are going to be uh, sort of sensor-driven. Like your wow. hand is up, and the sensor is the one which uh, rings the bell for you. So those things in place with strong SOPs. Why not? But having said that, currently not till the government brings out all the SOPs of uh, starting both the places.
0: And I think it's important while the SOP will be there, you know, we will also have to see, I think for everyone to see on the ground, what is the applicability. Yes. And I think you yes, need yes. your own boundaries as well, you know.
1: Yes. I think the applicability in restaurants will be much much more stricter uh, in temples uh, you know emotions run wild people haven't seen their gods in ages so people will be running so that's where you need to focus more attention and ensure that all the safety measures are taken and josh me koi hosh nahi fantastic I'm gonna
0: uh, uh, hold you for the last question and this comes from Uh, The ladies group, uh, which says, what are the precautions one should take while visiting the malls? Uh, And especially, if you have to try on clothes, I know a lot of uh, places are not allowing. But in general, you know, any precautions uh, while visiting the malls?
1: See, first of all, in malls, as usual, you will follow the mask, your sanitization processes Wherever possible, please don't touch uh anything like for example you have the vending machines now those vending machines don't touch it with your fingers even if you're wearing a glove don't touch it carry toothpicks with you or some hard thing like keys or anything with you toothpicks better because they can be disposed of and then press on those buttons uh, and then throw away the toothpicks wherever possible in a dustbin in a closed container that's first thing second thing is where there is too much of a crowd please don't go there Mm -hmm. if you have visited a mall there is a particular shop which is high in demand Uh, please don't visit there when the crowd is too much Mm -hmm. avoid the crowds wherever practically possible there will be food malls also food malls also try and avoid the too much crowded areas please don't go and sit in groups in the crowds that all is a high risk even today
0: fantastic so i guess the point remains the our definitions of the lockdowns and the unlocks have changed but the virus is still here still going strong still mutating yes. to you know yes. every day so i guess uh you know we need to be more and more cautious and keep our guard up
1: yes and what i'd request everybody who's listening is this precautions which we are taking is not to be just taken because we are in covid times please follow it lifelong it will help you to stay healthy forever from many 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 illnesses should be followed for good
0: I think fantastic fantastic message you know they said 21, it takes 21 days to form a habit I think we've had more than 21 weeks so we should yes. be used to it Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much, uh, Dr. uh, Atesh, for taking out the time out of your busy schedule, right? And, uh, you know, uh, answering all these questions. If I could request you today, is, you know, as a lot more people will listen, right? They will have more questions. Would you be open to maybe holding a live session? And it doesn't need to be a podcast, but we can do like an online hangout like this and, uh, you know, answer some questions uh, live?
1: Yeah, I would love to dispel as many fears and panic situations as possible, because that is where the entire crux of the matter is in COVID times. So yes, of course, why not?
0: So thank you for being that COVID warrior. And you know, I hope a lot of people listen to this podcast. I hope it will clear a lot, a lot of their doubts and misconceptions. And if anyone still has, you know, I would love to have a live session with you and the rest of the community. And uh, try
1: and
0: get some. Great. Thank you so much once again. Thank you so much. And uh, hope to speak to you soon.
1: Thank you very much, Keshav. Have a nice day. Bye.
0: Bye.